Welcome to Soul Shine, your guide on how to be fucking awesome. Hosted by Emily Oliveira and Emily Kosofsky. All right, so we're going to assess. We're going to assess everything. You want to start with episode two? Yeah, we're just going to do it. This is the first real episode that might sound quality, but technically it's not episode one. This is probably episode two. Yeah, just for shits, we're going to just start. For shits, we're going to do this. Episode two, assessment. Assessment. If someone doesn't get you, they don't have an imagination. Boom. <laughs> I like how your face is like... <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right. So, so that was an unexpected... Yeah, just I read the first thing that was in front of me. <laughs> someone told me that once. I was like, I don't know. People just like don't get me. And this like random older woman was like, honey, if people don't get you, they don't have an imagination. And I was like, ah, oh, I love you, woman. Leave it to the old lady wisdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's awesome. I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes you just don't get me. Like, I don't know. Got my colorful tattoos, my big hair. You know? She's like, they don't have an imagination. Thank you. It's a good way to reframe it. Instead yeah. of feeling like vulnerable to judgment. It's just who are not imaginative. Mm-hmm. They're on a destructive path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going Screw. the wrong way. All right. So what do we got? So when we talked about doing assessment as a topic, mm-hmm. you kind of said you view it as an honest evaluation of what's good and bad around you. Yeah. Like everything around you. Right. And so <laughs> we wanted to bring that down a little bit. So it's not it's such an overwhelming episode. <laughs> everything no around big deal, you. Just, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Just think about everything, everything you need to change right now. See you next week. Okay. Well, wow, thanks. This is soul shine. Um, <laughs> thanks for stopping in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's good. What's bad. What's mm-hmm. working. What's not working. Mm-hmm. What fits. What doesn't fit. So I think a good place to start before any type of evaluation would be naming values or like getting in touch at least with your values so that you can incorporate that into your assessment. What do you think? Yes. And I've written values and principles. Sometimes I feel like when you use that word with people, Mm -hmm. like what are your values? Mm -hmm. People don't actually stop and think about what is important to them in their life. They think about what they've grown up doing what their parents had told them, oh, going to church or, you know, being with family on this day. Like, yes, I don't think people actually ever stop and make a blueprint for themselves. Oh, you bring up such a, I love that word, blueprint. Blueprint. And also, (laughs) so we were talking about bringing in the documentary from the minimalists, Ryan and Joshua. Oh, they're, um, they're pretty cool. I'm not going to try their last names. You know them, I'm yeah, sure. I, they have a podcast. Check Listen them out. to them. Minimalists, Ryan and um, Joshua. <laughs> but they were talking about evaluating your agency in your options, like mm-hmm. reassessing how much agency you have for your, and they use the word template. Mm-hmm. So not going along with culture's predetermined 
template of what means success. They can do that. Oh my god, I agree. Like they don't know that. Like you can, you can do that. You can kind of like pick a different template. You can do something else. How do we get people? You don't need the three car garage. No, no. You can have it. You can get a bus pass, but you don't need it. Yeah, a bus pass. Yeah, you don't need fucking any car garage. (laughs) That might be a leap. That might be a leap. (laughs) I have a driveway. It's not covered. (laughs) Do you have parking? We have street parking. That's actually surprisingly good for our area. Oh, okay. People are always like so sympathetic. Don't don't worry. We're in. We always have good parking. (laughs) Yeah. No, I like that though. People just they just want. And I don't think they ever stop and assess why do you want? Do you want it because it's just in your culture to have? Mm-hmm. Or do you really actually want it? Because I'm also huge on people are like, but you know what? I want it. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, you don't need to justify anything. I've gotten stuff just because I want it. But I- everyone, she's uh, gesturing to her. <laughs> Corner sauna. <laughs> yes, I bought a sauna. Which has proven to be a wonderful self-care yes. investment. So I feel like assess it. If it's something that maybe is just something that you want, that's fine. But what else do you ask for in a day? What else? Well, I just want it. Well, I just want it. Well, I just want it. And you bring up a good point of like what what happens in a day. So maybe the start of becoming a better assessor of your life mm-hmm. is to just become more observant day by day yes. on what kind of people you're surrounding yourself with and objects and jobs. Are, are there any signs of your values in there? Yeah. But how to find what your values are? Do you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. do you have like an actual list of values or principles or things for your own life? Like do you actually have that? Good question. I think I've, in the last year, I've tried to articulate it a bit more. Mm-hmm. And particularly as I come up on like getting married and potentially, which is we want to have, want to, you know, do maybe the like homestead thing. So you start thinking about values of family and how can that play out in my life? How do I want it to be different than? the assumption that my parents' generation made about family values. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the, well, it's family just because, well, it's family. Mm -hmm. Like you make excuses for people because it's family and that's what family does. Right. But it's like, (laughs) no, that's just what you're told. Mm -hmm. And that's, you grow up to value family first, but I'm sorry. Yeah. I personally don't think it works like that anymore. I agree. I think you have to earn your 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 kids coming back home. You have yeah. to create an environment that's worth coming back to. I'm just looking for something. <laughs> I have another notebook where I actually wrote down values and principles like for um, my life. Like I actually sat one day and wrote it. I started to write it because I started to read a book because I start a lot of things. <laughs> Working on the follow through. Working on the follow through. <laughs> Bring that back over. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. Just things that people would jump to say the first, you know, four values in people's lives. I I don't think people actually value a lot of it. Think about like what you do value. Be honest with yourself. I value nice things. Not me, but I'm just saying 
Okay, that's fine. At least you understand you value it. Now, assess that. Is that a good thing? Mm -hmm. Is it a bad thing? It could be either. Why do you value it? What does it do? What does it make you feel? Makes me feel good. Uh, You know, it brings me up. I feel good that I can give nice things to nice people. Cool. That's a value to you that you have. Yeah. So what you're bringing up is being more intentional and reflective. Yeah. And like, it's okay what it is because your values will change and they should change. Things Mm -hmm. I valued at 22, I do not value at 30. And like family, exactly. (laughs) And things like family, you know, when you're a kid, you value them. They help you grow up this and that. Then you get older and you're like, you know what? You fucking suck and you're bringing no value to my life. And I'm just accepting this because mm-hmm. you've been that that best friend that you've had since first grade, right. which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. And you just do it because you're like, well, it's my values. My friends and my family come first. No, you're lying to yourself. Your values are the nice things that maybe you get to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, just be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and, be, and just be aware. Like, cool. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that, that's your own fucking problem. Write that down and look at that. Oh, wow. That's my first value. <laughs> I love you. Maybe I should work on that. The tough love approach. Yeah. I think perhaps there's maybe a little bit more room to be understanding of how uncomfortable it is to be honest yes. sometimes yes. with yourselves. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's not so one, two, three. Um, but I do think the more you stop and look at the little things throughout the day, then you can can be more honest with yourself about maybe the heavier things like long-term relationships that are maybe no longer giving you good juju and things like that. Mm-hmm. Build your way up to a, yeah, that, that level of honesty. Yeah. Stop small. Yeah. Stop things you do in a daily life and be honest with yourself. Do you really want that extra guac? Like just start little. And then eventually you're like, do I really want to still be in this relationship for 15 years? No. <laughs> do I want the guac? Yes. Like just from avocados to life partners. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. Assessment is essential. It really is. I think it really is. And I don't think people think about the little things and starting small and assessing those. You had a good story about that book. Uh, what was it called? The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Oh yeah, that woman. Yes. What was the little the gist that I never got to, and you explained it nicely about about um, like thanking your stuff. Yes, like thanking your stuff for the joy that it brought you when you had it, but kind of assessing and realizing well, it doesn't really bring me joy anymore. It's just here. It's just collecting dust. I kind mm-hmm. of just feel bad, so I have it. But that's what I was telling you probably about the book that Josh got me. Got me this book, some self help book. Mm-hmm. you know, the magic of thinking big. And I open this and I'm like, holy fuck. My boyfriend listens to me. He knows what kind of books I like to read. Mm-hmm. Think big. This is awesome. I flipped through like two pages. And I'm like, I'll never <laughs> read this book. I've read a hundred books like this. I'll never read this. I kept it for about a year and a half mm-hmm. on my nightstand, dusted it regularly. <laughs> Make sure I put a coaster on it. If I put a drink on it. Yeah. And then eventually I picked it up and I said, Thank you, book, for the joy that you brought me when I opened you. It made me realize that my boyfriend does listen to me and understand the stuff like, you know, I'm into. And then I put it down and he looked at me and said, are you fucking praying to your book right now? (laughs) No, no, I'm just thanking it. It made me really happy. Like I was so happy 
when someone bought me a book about thinking big for my birthday. Like no one does that. So thoughtful. And then did you feel better about giving it away? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, it served its purpose with me. It reframes it. Yeah. I had so much like joy when I opened it. Someone else can maybe read it. (laughs) Yeah. And then it felt great because I no longer had one more book to dust on my nightstand and one more book to look at and be like, there's another book you never read. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I feel good that this book is gone. And I Getting rid of clutter. A bunch of other books. I'm like, get rid of it. Yeah. So on the topic of books, I do love this example though, from going back to the uh, minimalism documentary, mm-hmm. how they have this dude in one of their audiences who's like, well, I'm, I'm into what you're saying. I get the whole minimizing thing, but I have a collection of books. Like, why are you telling me I need to get rid of I've these books and they're like whoa whoa <laughs> like, no, whoa no. keep your books man like that's <laughs> clearly they have value yeah to you and so absolutely there's no um that's the whole point is that there isn't an exact formula it's not get rid of all your things and you'll be happier it's pause consider what everything on the outside has been telling to you to do versus what you actually from the inside want mm-hmm. and go from there. So now I think that totally falls with assessment because I think everyone, that's what I'm trying to do. Stay relevant. <laughs> Thank you. I think most people take everything for face value. Like mm-hmm. they just hear it and they do it. So this is goes along with autopilot. They hear sure. it, they do it. They just sure. keep going on with it. Oh, everyone's into the minimalist. Oh, okay, cool. Get rid of everything. You're happy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get rid of my books. Stop taking it at face value. Assess what's around you. Your books obviously bring you joy. Hold on to them. Mm-hmm. Assess all the other bullshit on the bookshelves so that it's maybe taking up space that you can fill in with more books. There you go. People like, they take too much stuff at face value. They don't think for themselves about it. They just hear it and they go with it. And they're not stopping and assessing, wait, what is he really saying? What I agree really is happening. I think that might come back to our kind of culture, culture of convenience, mm-hmm. right? And looking for one, two, three answers, not appreciating that um, even if a concept that's being presented like minimalism might sound simple. It doesn't mean that it's easy. It's not meant to be an easy formula. I find that absolutely nothing is easy except for staying on autopilot. Mm. Anything y'all going to do when you become aware that you can kind of like take the reins, nothing is easy. Nothing. I'm sure there's some good quote about... How much gets accomplished outside of your comfort zone? Oh, that's where everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. Everything you have to be there. But it's like everyone wants the easy. They want the quick fix. Mm-hmm. And just stay on autopilot yes. and just continue on. It's totally okay. It's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true that we live in, like, well, at least here in the U.S. anyway. We are experiencing the highest standard of living of any time in history and so why are we so So why all the longing and 
unhappiness. Further away from humans. So I don't know. But do you think they are? by consumption. Mm-hmm. We're surrounded by consumption. We're becoming we're too told, automated. We're told, and we take it at face value, this will make you happy. This will make you pretty. This will make you rich. And we take everything at face value. And when it falls through, we're all just disappointed. And that creates a vicious cycle, right? Yes. That's never ending then. Ever. And like, I don't know. Oh, that's super sad just thinking about that. <laughs> like, we're just promised all this stuff. Well, you know what the the beautiful silver lining is of all that is that it, it just means that that it's actually simple. It, it's that's all from within, right? If we, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we so don't want to we don't want to overload within. overload you with uh, mindfulness yet, but yet. eventually, <laughs> yet, yeah. But I don't know. I think just even the word mindfulness it's so weird so i think and you probably experience this working one-on-one with people there's just some words you can't use Mm -hmm. and if i said to someone oh and you know and mindfulness and this people shut off Mm -hmm. but if i turn to someone and i'm like yeah yeah be woke about shit and they're like (laughs) but they get it so right right right. just it is true that you have to cater your language to who you're talking to but i yeah i also think um the way you package things right so there's a lot to debunk about, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's suggesting you have to don some robes and go oh, into remind some peaceful... me, I have a robe for you. Oh my God, stop. Yeah. Josh went through more of his stuff because we just love throwing stuff away. Um, he went through more of his stuff and he has like a Josh. big Komodo, Komodo, what, how do you pronounce Komodo it? Komodo dragon. Yeah, I always... Komono? Yes. Like the robes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Emily can have this one. Cause I said, I was like, <gasps> yeah. you have so many. You should give one to Emily. Cause it would make her really happy. Sharing the and love. She wants to is. wear one and smoke weed in her house. So he has one to give you. I do want to do that. Yeah. So I have one. Oh my I God. I'm so, so excited. Serious. Yes. Sorry. I don't know. Just made me think of it. She's like, bro. I did. <laughs> should, I'm like, shit, should I be so excited about the thing? Yeah. But it has value because, again, it's like the book. Have you listened? We talked about it. Yeah. This is someone. I love giving my stuff away because it makes mm-hmm. me feel so happy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you like my sweatshirt? You want it? I'm like, you kidding? I'm like, no, I have more at home. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy this, but yeah. if you're going to enjoy it too, why don't you take it for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. But it's a wonderful way to be. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So we talked about the importance of honesty and assessment, how hard that can be. Mm-hmm. We talked about building up to big scale assessments, starting I small. I think either we've done it or we can get people to be honest. Ooh. Some like tips and tricks of you come to one idea, jot it down. That's just not going to make you be honest with yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess what, like what, what people makes you, need to do to like soul search or get in touch with more with your intuition. Because it's so That's easy high. to even still just use my values and then lie about it. Right, right. Like I guess something needs to like spark up inside of you that mm-hmm. makes you really want to be honest. Yeah, I guess you have to really look at any like inner conflict or incongruence. Like you have in your yeah. life, you really have to want mm-hmm. something different. Yeah, I think just like you said, values change over the course of our lives. So will our ability to be our own assessor. 
Well, we did talk about what the most feasible area in life might be to like start with assessing. Yeah. What are we thinking? We, we were like, well, would it be work relationships or home environment? And then we settled on home because it's perhaps easier. Maybe work. Ooh. It's easy. Because most people just fucking hate everything there. So it's kind of <laughs> easy to assess the situation yeah. when you're in usually a situation that you're not crazy about. How about you choose? We're going to recommend either having some reflection time on your work or home. So maybe like pick a space in your house, look at three to five things, ask yourself, like Emily was saying before, of does this have any value to me? Practicing honesty, getting uncomfortable with that honesty. And when you're being honest about does this bring value to me, you might say yes right away. Then think about other people that come into your house and who it might actually bring more value to. Oh, I have Mm -hmm. this picture up because it's really nice when my Aunt Carol comes over. She really likes that. Auntie Carol. But then you have it because you think that, oh, no, it's important. There's value because family Mm -hmm. is Aunt Carol. Give it to her. Get on your house. You only have it. take it off the damn wall. Yeah, just take it off the fucking wall. You only have it because it's making Carol happy. So Why? Carol. Carol, take Abs- this home. Absolutely. Right? Because I just, I. We all want to make the Carols in our lives smile. Yes. But I think that goes along just with the being honest. Okay, this gives me value. No, no. Let's think about it a little more. Let's be honest. You might feel bad insulting your aunt, but does it really make you happy? Or every time you walk by it, you think about, but I'd really like to put that picture there. So I guess the question is do I, you're asking yourself, is it that I think I should yeah. have this thing or do I actually want, want and enjoy use? Oh, so like be honest. Oh my gosh. She had such a good little Joshua. One of the minimalists said, love people and use things because the opposite never works. Genius. Aww. I saw them in town when they came to Boston Oh my god! Like the Wang or one of those, the Ophium, they're all the same too. Yeah, colored majestic. I, I certainly don't know. <laughs> Did yeah. you say colored majestic? Yeah, there's the color majestic theater. Have mm-hmm. you ever been? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, it's in that area of all. <laughs> I'm the sure I've walked by it. I don't know, oh, but and I saw them there, and I liked that. That really stuck with me. Oh, they also say um, you can't change the people around you but you can change the people around you. Ah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you motherfucking can. I yeah, love that. Minute, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. Value people and not things because it, it really doesn't work the other way. Things are so disappointing. I have this like love hate relationship with things. Cause I'm like, look at this thing. It's just going to break. Everything just breaks nowadays. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, well, ah, it breaks. But again, I think that comes back to why, if that's like a frustration you have, then coming back to being choosier about what you have. Yeah. And being grounded in the fact that, in, that you are being intentional in mm-hmm. trying not to form an attachment with that thing. Yeah. I did get a new bread maker that I'm really excited about. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make sourdough bread in it? 
I think I can. Is I feel like it says 12 different. 12? No, it's the setting. It's like ridiculous. I can't even name 12 breads. <laughs> I, think, bread, I think you can make bread, different doughs. <laughs> Quick bread, sweet bread. Rye bread, pumpernickel bread. Honey wheat. Ooh. Can't go? wait to make some. French? Did you already say French? No, I didn't. Is there a really difference? Well, I guess, yeah, like French loaf. Scally bread. Mm. Okay. Do- good. See, that was good assessing bread types. Yes. So what else we got on now? Recommendation. Recommended. Oh, yeah. I kind of started that, right? We were going to... A recommendation of assessing like three to five things in, in either the category of your home environment or mm. work. Okay. So asking yourself, am I doing things based off of what I should, what I think I should be doing versus what I want, or do I own things that I think I should own versus what I want? Um, how do these things make me feel? How do I think I would assess this maybe like a year from now? I don't know. What other questions? What other reflective questions would you recommend? My brain circles around because these are the things that I think of. Obviously, I have a vision board and all this. Mm. I take everything in front of me and compare it to that because that's my blueprint. That's what I've made up with my blueprint of my life. These are kind of some of the things I want in life. mm -hmm. So now when I pick up an item, I have something to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Is this going to give me this life? This life that I've sat down mindfully and thought about what I want. So you're thinking more of the end game, I, the whole big picture. I tend to while, always start with the end in mind. That was one of those. Well, books. That is one of the habits of the seven the highly seven, effective yeah. people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the seven habits of highly effective. <laughs> so yeah. seven highly effective people <laughs> on this earth, and there's two right here. <laughs> Emily and Emily. But yes, that book. I got you. That book. So I think Mm -hmm. maybe when people assess their things, maybe a little bit before that, they should kind of think about what do you really want? Did we just turn this into episode three? Oh, what's episode three? I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, I just meant do we need to do uh, something before this? Organization is number three. You get organized. You get your thoughts in line. Mm -hmm. Little little preface into next episode, but sit down, maybe get some <laughs> thoughts in line. My favorite thing to do with people when I make people kind of start to assess or organize or get their thoughts together. Yeah. I'm like, what do you want? And like, you have asked you that so many times. Oh, so, and I head. hate that. I, it's a terrible question. Cause no one knows how yes. to answer it. I'm like for lunch or <laughs> for like, my life. Like today, right now, tomorrow. <laughs> but I most eventually something surfaces. Yes. And I get something out of everyone and most people can't answer it or they answer it surface level. And I'm like, and then they ask me and I pull some ridiculous shit out of my ass. And they're like, what? I'm like, but why not? Like, I want people to say, you know, they live in the Azores. Yeah. That's what you told me. Yeah. I'm going to get my European citizenship. Mm-hmm. I have an appointment on May 25th to go to the consulate in Boston and talk to cool. Portugal. I don't, I don't know who I'm talking to. Get Portugal on the line, yeah. please. Hi, Portugal, line one. <laughs> but I like people to fantasize, have mm-hmm. fun with mm-hmm. it. No one has fun with it. 
uh, I want to have three kids and I want it this. is their their blueprint. Yeah. No one has fun with it. Mm-hmm. No one does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I think like they have to think here. Cookie cutter. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, like, and I had a client and I was like, if you could do anything, what would you do? And uh, it was a boring conversation, blah, blah, blah. No, that was boring, <laughs> but it's a boring conversation, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. By the end of her hair appointment, she's like, I have an elephant sanctuary. And I'm like, Yes, this is what I'm looking for. Like, why saving not? the fucking elephant? Yeah, I'm like, why yeah. Not? And she's like, well, I guess you're right. People do it. I'm like, yeah, why not? So, like, have fun. It's a great attitude. Yeah. So why not? So pick up that thing on your fucking shelf that Aunt Carol likes and says and say to it, "Is this going to get me any closer to the elephant sanctuary that I hope to own when I am however many years old?" Mm-hmm. So get your thoughts in line. And it kind of gives you something to compare the things you're assessing to. Right. Like you kind of have like a scale. Yeah. A little bit of a map. Yes. Guide. Yes. Whatever terminology a map. rocks your boat. Yes. Maps. We need a map. When we drive our bus across the country. Oh my God. When we get it's people good. to assess their lives. Uh, think about what they want. Get their, their thoughts together. need a together. megaphone. Yes. Yes. Two of them. Amazon them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Or we could minimize and get one and share it. (laughs) Yes. I was thinking that's a better idea. Okay. Or we could just yell really loud. (laughs) You can. I need a megaphone. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but I think definitely kind of have fun with your blueprint. And remember, it's not selfish. It's necessary. Yes. Yes. We're giving you permission to ask yourselves these questions and get real with it. And you know what? Get selfish. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is your life. These are your things. These are the things you're allowing into your personal space. These are the things that you're allowing to consume your mind. What a good these word, just, allowing. It's everything that you're allowing to just engulf you in. So fuck yeah, be a little selfish. You're the one that has to deal with it. Not fucking Aunt Carol. She only comes over three times a fucking year. And then you have to look at that stupid thing on your wall. I'm even getting aggravated. I don't even have an Aunt Carol. Throw it away. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Okay. I think you hammered that home really well. Yeah, fuck that picture. I think that was our <laughs> Fuck that picture. Mm. But, yeah. Do you assess the things around your house? I try to. Yeah. And I try, I'm actually looking forward to spring cleaning Ooh. next weekend. It's in my calendar. So you're doing next weekend? Hells, yeah. I'm making dumplings next weekend. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Maymay's dumpling class. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, Mother's Day. But uh, spring cleaning. So funny, been talking to a lot of clients about spring cleaning because mm. a lot of people love to open their windows. And they're like, so open the window. Uh, yeah, dust was flying around. I figure it's time for spring cleaning. And I have a client, she moved about a year ago and talking about, you know, those things she put in a box and put in her attic. She's like, all right, I'm finally getting to them. Got to organize them, got to clean them. And she's talking about spring cleaning. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could do spring cleaning. And she's like, you probably got rid of so much stuff. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm at this weird spot where I'm, where I want to spring clean, but I don't have anything to like kind of clean up and get rid of and 
start new and yay, springtime. It's weird. It's really weird to be in this position. It's also pretty great sounding. It is. But for someone that loves to like clean and get rid of stuff, because... Come over and help me do my closet. Oh, I have so many people like, you come over my house. (laughs) But it's like the feeling when you do that is like so liberating. It's like, Very true. it's like a high, it's like fucking <gasps> ecstasy. Like this feels yes. awesome. And imagine that feeling yes. when you take the same approach as you do to clearing out your closets, like it becomes clearing addictive. out your work shit or friendship shit. Just bullshit shit. Yes. It's like this addicting feeling and it feels so good. And you start little, you start with your home, you start with work, you start with material things. Then you move on to relationships. Then you just move on to just everything. But I feel like personally, I've now gotten to a point in my life where I've gotten rid of all that. So it's kind of like I'm looking for the high, but I don't, I don't have it. So I'm in this whole other spot where now I'm just like, I'm going to sit on my deck and have a cup of coffee. But it's weird. Right. Is that your new... Your new high, there's more like micro doses daily of like peacefulness and less stimulation versus like the twice a year rush of. Yes. And I love it, but there's still something to be said about letting go of things, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, like I get a new little high sitting and sitting on my porch, but like there's still. I don't know. People just, it feels good to get rid of your shit. Get rid of your baggage. Get rid of the things that do not serve you any purpose. It's an addictive feeling. And it's cool because I don't know what Joey's like, but it also spills out onto other people. Mm -hmm. So when I started doing it, Josh didn't do it. And then the more I did it, he started doing it. My mom started doing it. Everyone around me started doing it. It's like, I don't know. It just like breeds more. Same. I would say Joey and my friends picked up and definitely did different challenges or like they would tell me about this Pinterest 30 day minimalism challenges they were doing or awesome things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it Mm -hmm. spews out and other people want to do it too. So I think people can comprehend it. I mean, it makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm that we could have more peace and happiness with less stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you're just maintaining. I told the client today, I go, I have three bedrooms, a full basement. I'm like, I have nothing in them, nothing to do with them. I go, but I spend all day, all week, just maintaining them. Mm-hmm. I can't get rid of the rooms. <laughs> They're there. There's nothing yeah. in them, but you still, you spend all this time maintaining. But mm-hmm. what are you maintaining? If you just had a little less stuff, a little less attachment to stuff. Mm-hmm. Enjoy a little more. Enjoy I being agree. with like your kids. Enjoy being right. with your partner. Just the real stuff of yeah. life, and not maintaining like mm-hmm. that fucking book that the boyfriend got me that sat on a nightstand. I maintained that shit for a year and a half. I maintained it. I made sure it was lined up because of my OCD. Made sure it was dusted off. Like I maintained it for a year and a half. And I never opened it. (laughs) Why do we do these things? 
We do these things with everything. We maintain stuff, friendships. We maintain them. We send a text every once in a while just because we don't want it to blow up or just because I know I'm going to see them at the Christmas party. We maintain these things for years. I think because we we act on assumptions and we also act on should thinking. I should keep this because somebody gifted it to me and that's what's polite. I, I hate the should. Mm-hmm. How do we get the shoulds gone? Just begin by challenging it. I think it, we can circle back to what we're recommending as, uh, as a starting point of just looking around at something close to you and thinking more thoughtfully about it and just getting in touch with where your should thinking is. We all, everybody has it. Nobody's immune to thinking that you should be making X amount of money by the time you're 30 or you should have X amount saved for retirement by the time, whatever. Oh, I hear so Let's much talk about of these. No, I hear so uh, much of the, the shoulds with kind of age as mm-hmm. like checkpoints. Well, you know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm 30 now and I should be doing this. And, you know, I thought I'd be here. They always say that with clients. I'm like, who says that? Yeah. Like, wh- where did you get that yeah, from? Yeah, like, why should you do mm-hmm. that? Well, you know, when my mom was 29, she already had two kids. I'm like, okay, did your mom go to college? Cool. Does your mom have yeah. a fucking master's and a PhD like you do? Yeah. No. I'm like, you're fine. So that's different. And different that's values. okay. Different values. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I should. No. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. That's the big caveat. And you're you're doing that like willpower and you're like, I should go to the gym. I should go to the gym. Unless you're like willpowering stuff. Yeah, like, I like that. Like, who says you should? Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. There is no blueprint if you don't make a blueprint. If you made a blueprint and said by 31, I should make $125,000. And you sat down at 25 and that was your blueprint and you hit 31 and you're not. Okay. You should be doing something different because this is a value to you. But if like, that's not the case, you shouldn't. (laughs) You just shouldn't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. Do you have your clients talk about assessing things or. Oh yeah. For sure. Being more conscious and thoughtful and intentional. Do they do it? Yeah, some do for sure. I just, I had just thought of an example of should thinking. I had someone who they were talking about a friend of theirs who has a job and and the topic of the job ends up really triggering my client. It's very aggravating. And they said, but I, if I'm a good friend, I should want to hear about their job. And I'm like, why? Why? Because why does that, why do we have such a rigid definition then of what a friend, you know, why can't you be interested in 98% of what they have to talk about and 2% makes you a little uncomfortable? I wonder if, how much guilt is there? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how much guilt engulfs people too. And I think the guilt is what makes people not be honest, even when they're by themselves. So that's a good question to add in your reflection point sometimes. Is it guilt that's keeping me attached to this person or this Ooh. thing? Is it guilt or, or is it value? Or thinking or value. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Because they're two totally good evaluation questions. Things. Yeah. Guilt. Write that down. Yeah. Because taking notes on our own notes. Guilt and value. Know the difference. E R E N C E. How are we doing on time? I'm ready for some hummus, some snacks, some hummus. Getting hungry. All right. So I think what we're going to gonna close this out. Emily has assessed that she needs some hummus in her life. The Self-care. Is talking. Snacks. Self-care. Snacks. It's okay. It's okay to stop and want snacks. But if they're bad snacks, just throw them away. <laughs> Don't just keep eating them because they're there. Assess what you're doing. Get rid of the bad snacks. Eat the good snacks. Let us know if you end up assessing anything in your own lives. We're curious what you find out when you stop and reflect. Yes. Um, let's discuss this with our viewers. What do we think is the easiest way for people to be in contact with us? Can we just do our email? I'll then you got to like open an email. I feel like, and then uh, write like, so sign podcast and Gmail. Like what about just Instagram? I feel like Instagram. I feel like Instagram is just what everyone does. Everyone's on it. But what if people don't want to share their personal stuff on Instagram? Dude, slide in the DM. What are you talking about? What's the DM? What? Direct message? Oh, I've heard of Do it. Do not listen to rap songs about oh, the DM. <laughs> is that like when I, oh, okay. When I respond to your whatever goes into the little mailbox? Yeah, the Instagram. little mailbox, the little number up in the corner. That's your DM. I got it there and are, I use it. Yes. Nice. There are a lot of um, puns about sliding into the DM. Oh, I get it. Yes. So, <laughs> so people can just slide into our DMs so they don't. Yeah. Do but that. I, I also think people like to post. Yeah, you're right. I they think like you're to write absolutely right. See other yeah, people. Put it out there. Shit. Let yeah. us know. Let everybody know. So I'm thinking um, for now. Yep. Questions, comments, topics. You like it? You don't like it? Mm. You want to be our friends? You want to mm-hmm. tell us go fuck ourselves? Mm-hmm. Slide into our DM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, everybody. What's our Instagram at Soulshine Podcast? Yes. <laughs> As we both reach for our telephones, Soulshine Podcast. S O U L S H I N E P O D C A S T. Good job. Thank you. I read that. Soul Shine Podcast. DM us. Let us know what you want. And if you like us here at the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Yes. Do all of those things. Mostly subscribe. Or we'd appreciate any of them if you just, you know, have the energy or time for one, but totally all of them would be ideal. Yes. All right. We 